If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello, and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your host, Richard. I finally had my testicles removed. <laughs> I don't, you wouldn't have made that joke if you saw the news today. What happened today in the news? Oh, wait. What, what's the date today? Today is it July 29th. Okay. Why is that having any testicles? There is a video circulating on the internet a, of a Russian sh- soldier oh, castrating no. a Ukrainian prisoner of war, making him eat his testicles before he shoots him in the head and drags him off behind a vehicle. This is real. Yes. Ugh, gross. Now I was thinking of the um, the joke from Thirty Rock with uh, Alec Baldwin when he's like, "We're all getting older, Lemon." Talking to like um, Liz Lemon, the uh, which was Tina Fey's character. We're all getting older. I mean, now me, I'm fifty years old, and I don't even need erectile softeners anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, that whole war in uh, Russia, Ukraine is absolutely horrible. It's uh, I I can't quite wrap my head around how I don't think there's any way Russia can have any kind of win in the end of this. No, and they completely started it. And yes, I know that NATO was sending weapons or things to Ukraine beforehand as a you know I guess the plan to prevent this from happening. But I would say it's probably inevitable. It's probably inevitable Russia was eventually going to try to take back some of its old. Soviet Union days territory. And this part of the world, people have been pushing borders, most of the countries in Europe, back and forth for centuries. Do we really think it was over because we have smartphones? You know what I mean? People kind of hoped it was. Yeah, there, there was the whole um, the McDonald's economics peace principle that no two countries have McDonald's have ever gone to war with each other, except for now. Mm-hmm. And they've only gone to war with each other. Russia went to war with Ukraine, and it's a, it's a mess. Apparently, it's all Sweden's fault now. Jesus Christ. Sweden? Yeah. That's what Russia's saying. Denmark's weird brother, Sweden? Yes. <laughs> so, I have a lot of Danish family. And here's the funny thing. Um, they have pickled fish in Denmark and Sweden. And remember, Lower Sweden was once part of Denmark. So, Lower Sweden is closer to Danish culture than, like, Northern Swedish culture. Although, all Scandinavian culture, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, are all very similar and closely related. So, in any case, uh, what's interesting is they have this pickled fish, right? And uh, my Danish family members will say, oh, no, the, the Danish kind is better. Then you try the Swedish kind. It's the exact same pickled fish from the same water, different sides. They make it the same way. But, no, the Danish one, is it's better. Uh, so that's why I like to make fun of Sweden, because there is this sibling rivalry between Sweden and Denmark that really makes no sense. Yeah, there, there's a long history there, and in a way, it's kind of fun. It is fun. And also, a lot of Swedes and Danes are married to each other and work in each other's country and travel back and forth. But there is this kind of like, our pickled fish is better. Pickled fisk. Really? Your pickled fisk is better? Yeah. Who who are you going to get? What third party could judge this? The Japanese. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, they're not big on pickled stuff, they're are too, they? They're too polite, the Japanese. They have pickled things. Um, but they're they're bigger on the fresh things. Um, maybe Koreans. Who? 
South Koreans. I was going to say the Norwegians, but then they'd have their own pickled fisk, probably. And the Finns are too busy in a sauna drinking vodka. They do that in Finland. They drink vodka in a sauna. And, and beer. And also, it's like, a, Finland's a great, wonderful, weird country I've yet to go to. Yeah. Very scrappy. Very scrappy nation. Finland, it's interesting because they're, they're, they're one of these countries where I think I'd fit in. They don't do small talk because they don't see the point. I like how you don't do small talk because you're Dutch, yet you host a podcast. We get, on average, over two downloads a day. Wow. Yeah, I'll keep that up for 100 years. It's a lot of downloads. Uh, we're getting there. I mean, uh, gradually, hopefully, more and more people will decide we want to listen to white middle-aged men talking. Because the world hasn't had enough of that yet. It needs more white middle-aged men talking. Yes, because obviously we're, our opinion is underrepresented. Yeah, whatever. We, I think we definitely need that representation. Mm-hmm. We need to speak out against things like feminism. <laughs> Let me clarify that. There's a lot of nonsense feminism nowadays. The sexual res- res- resolution, sexual revolution, the sexual resolution. The sexual she revolution resolved. was a ploy by which, by I can't speak today, by rich white guys. To get good girls to drop their pants or lift their dresses instead of those slutty girls. Was it really just a trick? I thought it was to sell birth control. Hey, here's a new product no one's ever bought before. Spend money on this. Well, probably too. They, they, they were smart enough to, you know, be able to try and kill two birds with one stone. And what are we drinking tonight, Richard? Um, Riverhead Brewing Company here in Kingston. Their tropical IPA. It's adventurously brewed. Adventurously from... I'm not mm. sure how you brew adventurously um, in a brewery. The hats, I guess. Adventurous hats. Maybe, maybe they brew naked. <sighs> boil, stirring the kettle when you're naked, that's an adventure. Yeah, it's like making breakfast while, you know, naked and frying eggs. I've never done Bacon. it. Bacon. Bacon's worse. Eggs aren't too bad. Yeah, I can't fry food while I, my penis is out. It's too distracting. For your wife? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> See, that's why they made aprons. Mm, I guess. Or you could just wear your sporn. Mm-hmm. I could wear my, my uh, Scottish man purse. I have a nice sporn. So, how's the beer? Buy again? Oh, the, the beer's definitely buy again. And it's a, it's a nice IPA. Nice tropical IPA. It's nice and juicy. And... I got you many, many different IPAs. Yes, I like IPAs. Because, you know why? I mean, part for the podcast. But also because you cleaned out my carburetor in my lawnmower. So, hooray! Yep. No, and I ran it for a good hour. Um, I mowed around the chicken coop, uh, which I've been meaning to do for, since the spring, and I haven't done it yet, so it was really tough going, and it worked okay. It's a real two birds, one stone kind of situation, isn't it? Got to test the mower, got to yep. mow chicken coop. Yep. So, tonight's topic... I think we talk about dogs. I just got a new one. Oh, yeah, let's hear about it. So, it's kind of a fun story in that, you know, it starts off like a lot of pet stories, not not so fun. Because our dog that we've had for 14 years passed away. Uh, the scrappy little German, Schnauzer. Mini Schnauzer, yes. Mini, your mini German. That was a great dog. Yeah, she was. She was a, she was a great dog. Um, she was a rescue, um, sort of. I say sort of because she wasn't in a kennel or something like that. Mm. Um, but she was given to us. Because the owners could no longer handle her. Because she was very, very barky. 
and they. I know. So there was a lot of socializing and training that needed to be done. But after she died, I wanted to, even before she died, I wanted to, a couple of years ago, I wanted to get a puppy. And because the idea was that you get a puppy, your other old dog is still young enough to accept a puppy around and then they can show them the ropes. Right. It, it makes a little bit less work training the puppy because they follow the example of the older dog. That's right. Old dog leads the new puppy into. Yeah. yeah. But of course you didn't do that. We didn't do that. Um, and then my wife has not been ready for to get another dog. Um, she doesn't like, and she doesn't like the reason why we end up part of the snazzer because she doesn't like large dogs. She also has a real thing about hair. Now I've seen your wife. She has hair, right? Yeah, she does have hair. And she hates it. <laughs> she's she's okay with her hair because she knows where it comes from. Hair from other things. Other things. She's not a big fan of hair. Um, she actually prefers me clean shaven, um, which I'm not most of the time. Yeah, it's so much effort to shave when you don't go to work anymore. I yeah. mean, you go to work, but you don't physically go to work. Well, no, I'm, I've always been one of these guys that, okay, I shave for special occasions. Or to make my wife happy, which is usually the same thing. Um, and, you know, increases my chances of, you know, things going my way. That's right. Um, I shaved. How about that? Huh? 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 I shaved. Are you going to shave? No. Uh-oh. <laughs> Turnabout's fair play. I already did. I used your razor. Ah! <laughs> So she wants a hyper hypoallergenic dog, you know, a uh, so she's looking at like a golden doodle or a she, hair dog, not a fur dog. Well, one that basically the poodles don't shed. They have to they have to be groomed. They have to be trimmed because yeah, because they have hair. They don't have fur. Fur sheds. Hair needs to be cut. But poodles are kind of poodly. So that's why the that's why the uh, golden doodle, golden retriever, poodle cross. But the other thing that she wasn't sure of is she's not she's never been comfortable around big dogs. So I've been asking about oh I've been looking on Kijiji and that sort of stuff, looking up looking for puppies and going oh showing her the ads and stuff. And our kids are all been on board. And so a few weeks ago, um, before we went on our first no, just before we went on our second camping trip, you guys love the camping, huh? Yes, we do. We stopped in at a place um, to see to see their puppies, and it was a Great Pyrenees Lab cross. It was not. Anything that she was looking for, but it was something that, you know, I want I, would, I want a livestock guardian dog. I want something to help prevent the raccoons from eating my chickens. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I was looking at it going, okay, well, you know, once our vacations are done, you know, then we've got August. I'm home. The kids are home. Steph's home. That would be a good time to get a puppy. Um, that's what I said. And so we looked at the one and... You know, she the the, the 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 puppies, and they were older than we wanted because I wanted a younger puppy because I wanted to be able to train it from right right little. Sure. And I could tell it was a no go. She just and you know, I, I on the way home, like, so what did you think? And she's like, I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Hmm. Okay. And so then she didn't talk about it the entire camping trip. And I'm like, okay, so that's not um, going to happen. We got home on the Friday, and I when I was on the computer, sort of getting going, reading, catching up on things. I went and reloaded the ads on Kijiji, and there was these Great Pyrenees puppies for sale, a good price. And I'm like, oh, okay. They're well. a big dog. They're a big. Um, is that Switzerland? They're from uh, the Pyrenean Mountains in France. That's why they're Pyrenees. 
Do those are those the mountains that border with Germany and Switzerland, or is that that's the Alps? That's the Alps. It's the ones that mountain that uh, Spain. Is the other side Italy, or is it? Oh, oh, because it's like Italy, France, Germany, Switzerland. Yeah, no, it's Italy. Is the other ones the Pyrenean side of the Pyrenees? Right. Okay. Okay. But so anyway, you have a big French dog now. That's a and puppy. well, it was the we, we the fun thing was is that I'm like. I messaged a lady because like, we were going out to drop our kids off, our girl, our two youngest girls off at camp out in Quebec, um, three hour drive out. And I look, I did the map and it's like, oh, if I come, come back this way, it only adds another 20 minutes to stop and see the dogs. So, um, I message, uh, the person, the seller to say, you know, would you be available, um, Sunday afternoon coming when we're passing through? And she said, sure. And so I told Steph, you know, I'd like to stop by and see these puppies. Steph didn't see the ad, and we didn't tell the kids at all. Oh, yeah, you can't get the kids going on it. Well, we had the kids on the last one. The kids came with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, kids can kind of get a little bit, a dog, okay, a dog, is it this dog? I'll put it in the car. And so we went out um, on the way back and stopped in, and it's a beautiful farm just um, out off of Highway 7 near Sherbert Lake, and just uh, and these two large white dogs come bounding up to the car. And they just kind of leaned on us after we said hello. Oh, the big, friendly, yeah. cuddly dogs. And we went and talked to the people. And they showed, and, you know, they, they got out the one puppy, that the smallest of the puppies, because, you know, and... Oh, because your wife wants a smaller, big dog. Well, I said, you know, it's just, we might as well look at one of the smaller ones. And she, and she was like, oh, well, you know, it'd be nice if you guys could take him, because... Uh, he, he's so much smaller than the, his brothers and sisters. You know, there's no guarantee he's going to be a small dog mm-hmm. because the rental litter sometimes turns out to be biggest. Right. And, you know, I and so she hands me this puppy and it just curled up in my arms and I kind of fell in love with it. And so I joked, I'm like, I said, I turned to my wife and said, okay, honey, pay this nice lady. I'm going to go sit in the car. Love it. I know it's just joking. Uh, I really didn't think we were going to get a puppy. Your wife gets to the checkbook and she's like... Well, uh. well, she actually tried to pay by, uh, we didn't have the checkbook with us. You saw the checkbook? It's my wife, and she usually carries it, but um, she didn't. How old are you? Do they even make checks anymore? I, ha- I have not written a check in 10 years. I remember the last check I wrote. I haven't had a checkbook in over 10 years. <laughs> um, my wife has one. She still There's still a few things that she occasionally uses them for, Like, um, but most of the stuff, it's either cash or Cash or e-transfer or credit card yeah. or whatever. And so I should say, we'll do an e-transfer. It's like, um, and I tried to get my my uh, phone, my phone, work, but it had no connection. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, no data, right? No data. So, um, no data, no money. And it was, and stuff's, and, and we're like, well, do you, do you have a computer that we could use? You know, stuff could pay, um, go in and pay. Uh, and they got, they had an iPad. They don't have a computer. They have an iPad. That's it. It's funny. Are they an older couple? Like, yes, they're yeah. in they're in their seventies. Yeah, some people do that because all they really use it for, especially like the casting of the TV, it's just for like content and it's maybe fa- emails. Facebook and email is all they use it for, and online banking. Yeah, that's about right for people of that kind of age who aren't really yeah computer savvy. And however, Steph couldn't log in because of the because she got spe- a whole bunch of special characters in her password because. She's married to a security guy. Oh, so yeah, because the more special characters, maybe a few duplicates of 
letters and numbers, it's but really the, hard to the because the keyboard layout for the special characters on the iPad is not the same as on a physical keyboard. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah, it's like one of those digital keyboard dealies. Yeah. So she's like, ugh. She locked herself out of her account. Uh, it's a pink. So you have to and call it, people, and they can and no this, and this lady's like, oh, don't worry about it. You you can just e transfer me the money when you get home. Here's my email address, and we live an hour away. <laughs> Country folk. Yes. They're like, no rush. And she's like, I can tell you're trustworthy people. You guys are. You guys seem totally legit. So no, and, it's a but it's a beautiful property. It's like. 215 acres, uh, Canadian sh- bunch of Canadian shield. Like you, you drive in this windy driveway, um, like that goes around knobs of Canadian shield. Yeah, so Canadian shield. For anyone who doesn't know, that is the bones of the world. The bones of the world. Yeah, it's like crazy, rocky, up and down lakes, bogs, swamps, forests, you name it. But it's um super rock hilly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's actually fun. There's lots of little tiny mini mountain climbing spots everywhere. Yeah. Um, but just be careful that you have a buddy because if you fall in some of these spots that aren't normally used for uh, climbing, oof, no one's going to find you. Not for not for a while anyway. But uh, anyway, I, I digress. Uh, you're wearing a hat on your head that doesn't quite fit your head. And I think this is hilarious. It's a ball cap that's just slightly too small. It looks better now. It was kind of rising up. Yeah, no, my I don't have my hair tied back. And so it was sliding up. With your long hipster hair. Yes. Did you cut your ear? No, the dog got my ear. Your brand new dog just cost $600. $600? Yep. $600 bit your ear. Well, to be fair, it was chewing on my hair and when I was lying down on the ground. This is the first day we got it. And I was just saying, it was chewing, it was chewing on my hair. And I pulled my, I turned my head to the side to pull my hair out of its mouth. And I reached up and it got my ear. With the sharp puppy teeth? And then I did that with the sharp puppy teeth. Yeah. And oh, slice. Slice. So I'm looking at your ear going like, that doesn't look right. And you don't have a cat, do you? Yeah, I have a cat. Well, my daughter has a cat. Is it out? It's not out. It's outdoorsy. It's, and indoor. it's an indoor cat only. Oh, indoor only. Okay. Yeah, because I kind of thought like you know, hobby farm. There might be an outdoor cat running around murdering things. That's what they do. There it, is outdoor cats that run around here and murder things. But, for the farm next door or across the street um, or wherever. Just random. Cats. Random map. Okay. So. Feral cats. Yeah, feral cats. Feral cats. That's uh. So that that's the story of your new your new puppy. That's yep. a pretty good uh, pretty good show yeah no and it was fun because when we came home my 19 year old uh was just expecting us to come home and then we come home with this puppy and ah well in the great pyrenees puppies well it was sold as a great pyrenees puppy it's not purebred because of the dew claws because it has only one dew claw that's vestigial as opposed to two two... operational dew claws some some great pyrenees do have only a single dew claw but they still have the bone in it so i'm thinking it's probably crossed with Another big white guardian livestock dog, mm. like probably most likely one is the uh, Marima. Marima, where's that from? Marima is from it's another mountain dog. It's a, it's Italian. Italian. Yeah, Marima. I bite your ear. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bite your ear. But if it is Marima, if it is purebred Marima, or it's even better. Um, but if it's if it's Pyrenees Marima, they're good cross. The Marimas are a little bit smaller. So the males max out at about 110 pounds, whereas the Great Pyrenees, the males max out at about 160 pounds. Yeah, they're more in like Newfoundland dog territory. Newfoundland, they're actually they're actually an ancestor of the Newfoundland dog. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because the Newfoundland dog. So in the development, the Newfoundland dog sort of developed 
in Newfoundland for a specific purpose, but when they were making the breed, when they started registering the breed and that sort of stuff, to get some of the characteristics that they wanted, they actually um, bred in the Marimas, not the Marimas, the uh, Great Pyrenees, to get that coat and the size. Because hmm. I'm, I'm from Newfoundland, of course, and that's the dog of my people. And the old legend is, is that it was actually the Viking bear dog, some black dog that the Vikings had brought or something. And then later that dog was mixed with a Portuguese Mastiffs from the Portuguese fishing fleets that came there. And then eventually other mix-ins like this, what, Merima, you call no, it? No, it's, it's the Great Pyrenees. With, um, oh, Great Pyrenees. Yeah, the Merima and the Great Pyrenees are probably... The Great Pyrenees is an ancient breed. Like yeah, it goes thir- way back. 13,000 years. Yeah, that's like that's like one of the dogs, I think, if I remember correctly... Or they, th- they think it was a Great Pyrenees from the archaeological finds of dogs buried alongside humans purposefully, as in like you'd bury the dog with yeah. its family or master. And I think that was long time since I read that article, but I think that was Great Pyrenees. Yeah, so. we don't have a special guest this week to check. I like being a fact checker; it makes me feel like Joe Rogan. I need a thicker neck to be Joe Rogan. <laughs> I do really like Joe Rogan, but I do like making fun of um, everything. All right, so that's good. So that's a that's a fun dog dog mm-hmm. episode. I like it. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. Have a good night, everyone. Is that what your dog sounds like? No, it's more like. Middle-aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. (laughs) Woof.